Good morning. It is Friday, November the 3rd, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. All right, gang, it's Friday. Let's enter our prayer of consecration. Wake up, sleeper. Rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body to you as a living sacrifice. Jesus, we belong to you. And we're praying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today's entry is entitled, A Freed Apostle and a Dead King. Our text is Acts chapter 12, verses 19 through 25. It's interesting how we broke up verse 19. We put verse A last week, and this is verse B this week. Anyway, this is talking about Herod and trying to find Peter, and then and then he, he gets into the, today's text. Hear now the word of the Lord. He cross-examined the guards and ordered that they be executed. Then Herod went from Judea to Caesarea and stayed there. He had been quarreling with the people of Tyre and Sidon. They now joined together and sought an audience with him. After securing the support of Blastus, a trusted personal servant of the king, they asked for peace because they depended on the king's country for their food supply. On the appointed day, Herod, wearing his royal robes, sat on his throne, and delivered a public address to the people. They shouted, This is the voice of a god, not of a man. Immediately, because Herod did not give praise to God, an angel of the Lord struck him down, and he was eaten by worms and died. But the word of God continued to spread and flourish. When Barnabas and Saul had finished their mission, they returned from Jerusalem, taking with them John, also called Mark. The Word of the Lord. Now consider this. There's a sense we need to get our Herod straight, and there's a sense we don't. Herod, the name smacks with evil and darkness. Remember Herod? He was the one who, at the news of the birth of Jesus, had all the children two years old and younger to be slaughtered. He didn't live too long after this, and his death was reported to Joseph by an angel alerting him it was fine to return to Nazareth. He was known as Herod the Great. The Herod spoken of today is not that Herod, but another one, Herod Agrippa. Still, a different Herod, Herod Antipas was responsible for the decapitation of John the Baptist. Later in Acts, we will meet Herod Agrippa too. 
Anyhow, Herod Agrippa I had James executed by sword, and Peter was on deck. This guy was wicked. He saw himself as a god, and so did many of those he ruled. History is littered with the bones of such leaders. Look at the reversal of fortune here. The one who considered himself a god, gladly receiving the people's worship, is struck dead. Remember Peter back in the house of Cornelius when Cornelius bowed before him? Yes, the one who refused to be worshipped kept right on going. Herod possessed all the power the world could offer, yet was powerless against Peter, who possessed no power. Here's where we make a subtle yet egregious error. We are wont to say that Peter possessed the power of God. The truth? The power of God possessed Peter. Note how the writer here interprets the event. Quote, Because Herod did not give praise to God, an angel of the Lord struck him down. We do not possess the power of God. The power of God possesses us. Writing later, drawing from the prayer book of the early church, Peter penned these words from Psalm 34. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their prayer but the face of the Lord is against those who do evil, 1 Peter 3.12. I have to wonder if Peter was remembering Herod as he wrote. It puzzles me, though, why didn't he finish the verse? Psalm 34 ends the verse by saying, to blot out their name from the earth. Whatever happened to the line of Herod? Exactly. How about the line of Peter? Still going strong 21 centuries later. And lest we forget the opening line of today's text regarding Herod, he cross-examined the guards and ordered that they be executed. As noted, from Herod to Hitler, history is littered with the bones of wicked men and women. Sadly, their bones are mingled with the millions who suffered their reigns of terror. It never ceases to amaze me how smart and even God-fearing people will rise up in their support. This continues from today's text to the present day. Only the names have changed. Barry Sanders was once asked why he got into public service. He answered to the effect, A man was elected president, and 50 million people died. Elections matter. Though public service matters and public servants matter greatly, our solutions will not be found in one party or the other or in one candidate, or the other. They will be found as the people of God find their way back to the house of God, 
the one which shall be called a house of prayer for all the nations. The prayer of transformation. Lord Jesus, I am your witness. I receive your righteousness and release my sinfulness. I receive your wholeness and release my brokenness. I receive your fullness and release my emptiness. I receive your peace and release my anxiety. I receive your joy and release my despair. I receive your healing and release my sickness. I receive your love and release my selfishness. Come Holy Spirit, transform my heart, mind, soul, and strength so that my consecration becomes your demonstration, that our lives become your sanctuary. For the glory of God our Father, amen. And the question, what observations, learnings, questions, and gleanings do you have from this most eventful 12th chapter of the Acts of the Apostles? What began with a brutal execution and unjust imprisonment ends with a freed apostle and a dead king. For our hymn today, we're going to sing number 472. From our seedbed hymnal, our great Redeemer's praise. Onward, Christian soldiers. It's perfect. Number 472. Onward, Christian soldiers. I haven't sang this song in a long time. I'm excited to sing it with you. 472. We'll sing all five verses. Onward, Christian soldiers, marching as to war, with the cross of Jesus going on before. Christ the royal master leads against the foe. Forward into battle, see his banners go. Onward, Christian soldiers, marching as to war. With the cross of Jesus going on before. At the sign of triumph, Satan's host doth flee. On then, Christian soldiers, on to victory. Hell's foundations quiver at the shout of praise. Christians, lift your voices, loud your anthems raise. Onward, Christian soldiers, marching as to war, with the cross of Jesus going on before. 
like a mighty army moves the church of god christians we are treading where the saints have trod we are not divided all one body we one in hope and doctrine one in charity onward christian soldiers marching as to war with the cross of jesus going on before crowns and thrones may perish kingdoms rise and wane but the church of jesus constant will remain gates of hell can never against that church prevail we have christ's own promise which can never fail onward christian soldiers marching as to war with the cross of jesus going on before onward then ye people join our happy throng blend with ours your voices in the triumph song glory laud and honor unto christ the king this through countless ages men and angels sing onward christian soldiers marching as to war with the cross of jesus going on before amen i haven't sang that in, in a long time and i don't know why i think there's been a sentiment that maybe that's too triumphalistic maybe i disagree i think that song just may be spot on for the moment and certainly as we worked our way through chapter 12 and this whole approaching our faith our life as a battlefield I don't know. I think this is part of the wake up. We are on a battlefield. We're living between Eden and the eschaton. And no, this is not some sort of a call to violence of any kind. But it's no, it's, I mean, there's a lot of violence coming against people of all kinds in all places. But the response is not violence. The response is love. The response is the cross and resurrection. The response is, as Romans 12 says, do not take revenge, 
He says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay. Don't give bad for bad. Give good for bad. We're fighting with real unconventional tactics of warfare, prayer. And uh, Monday, we're going to talk about fasting. And, you know, I've, I've kind of started thinking that the real sign that the church is getting on a war footing and kind of getting out of just casual prayer, the real sign of that, the marker of that, is fasting. Interestingly, that gets lifted up right here in the very beginning of chapter 13 of Acts of the Apostles. We'll touch on it Monday. But it's missing, I think. It's certainly been missing in my life for a long time. I've recovered it. And the Lord has taught me so much about it that I didn't know, that I had no idea of. And I hope to get to share that with you some in the days to come. But the world is in desperate shape. And the church has got to get on a war footing. We're not fighting the world. We're contending against evil. We're contending for a great awakening. Light overcoming darkness. Life overcoming death. Jesus overcoming Satan. He's already won, but the battle has to be fought out. This is our ship. This is our time. This is our calling. Let's just leave it right there today. It's, it is a Friday. People are in a good mood on Friday. A lot of people living for the weekend. Be on the lookout. There are people who are also are dealing with a lot of things right now. They're dealing with dis- discouragement. They're dealing with hard things. Jesus has you in their path today to sow seeds of encouragement, of blessing, of love, of faith, and hope. Be ready. Be open. Be willing. I'll be looking for you on the field for The Awakening. I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.